Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. All right, welcome back to part two of our investigation in healthcare costs and retirement uh, using the report from the Employee Benefit Research Institute right out of Washington, D.C. Such a wonderful, wonderful topic. It is a 26 page, let me minimize myself, a 26 page, yeah, 23 page report. Well worth your time to read, but you probably don't need to because I'm going to read it all for you. Um, and then we're going to an, uh, investigate it as well. But it's issued, and I'll just go back to the front here, EBRI, Employee Benefit Research Institute, cumulative out-of-pocket health care expenses after the age of 80. Uh, Sadipto uh, Banerjee is the, uh, is the author of it, and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful study. So this is part two. Uh, go back to part one uh, to get the first of this. But let's talk about here. So we already did the introduction. Now we'll go to the data. All right, this study uses data from the uh, health health retirement study, the HRS. Anytime you see HRS, uh, just remember that. It's a health retirement study. It's a wonderful piece of, of data in there in terms of what you can look at for your estimating your own situation in retirement and healthcare costs. Um, uh, let's see. So ahead, uh, the, the people are studying where people were born before 1924 and are at least seven years old. All right. And again, remember, after the, the uh, and when they were first interviewed in 1993. All right. So they interview them in 1993 all the way up until 2014, is my understanding. Uh, let's see. And then they're interviewed in 95, 98 and every two years since. All right. So, again, they're using data from a thousand people who were born in 1924 and were at least 70 years old when they were first interviewed in 1993. They were interviewed every two years, 95, 98 and then every two years since. The initial sample, oh, not a thousand. The initial sample size was 8335. The sample excludes spouses of a head members, and a head is just a cohort of the people they're using, who are below 70 years of age in 1993. By 2014, 6619 members of the group were dead. All right, so, well, that's kind of sad. So they started with 8335. And by, and, nine, and by 2014, which is what, uh, 20 years later, uh, the vast majority of people were dead. This is the final sample size as this study focuses on the dead members of the cohort and accumulates their out-of-pocket expenses healthcare. Because some of the members included were above age 70 when first included in the survey of 1993, the cumulative out-of-pocket expenses might be missing for some of the years between when they're the age of 70 and when they were first included in the survey. So just keep that in mind. Uh, so the cumulative expenses should be treated as a lower bound and, and a better measure might be the average annual out-of-pocket expenses section six. All right, we'll just get to that. Uh, apart from the information obtained by the core HRS surveys, data are also used from exit interviews in which generally either the surviving spouse or children provide crucial information about health services used at the end of life for the survey participant. All this said, oh, right here, uh, uh, all the out-of-pocket expenses reported study are measured in 2015 real dollars and are adjusted for medical inflation, not CPRI, CPI actual Medicare inflation, which is a real world numbers. At the end of the day, the, the issue that why this is so, so important is real people reporting real stuff. And they fall there from 93 all the way up until 2014. And at 2014, while the vast majority had passed on, there's still over a thousand people still alive that could report their real world issues. 
All right, so the study only includes out-of-pocket expenses incurred for the health services used. It does not include for not using the services, and it does not include for Medicare Part B, like they say right here, health insurance premiums. Healthcare services were hospital stays, nursing home stays, outpatient surgery, doctor's visits. You can see all that. Hospice care even, home health care. Other healthcare-related services, i.e. specialty facility or services as an adult daycare, social worker, outpatient rehab. So physical therapy right there, physical therapy. All right, so separating nursing home expenses from inpatient hospital expenses. Nursing home expenses could be responsible for the right skewness of the cumulative medical expense distribution. To assess this, it's important to separately measure nursing home expenses. Nursing home expenses are reported separately for the survey years 93, 2002, and then every year thereafter. But for the years of 95, 98, and 2000, nursing home expenses and inpatient uh, health hospital expenses are, are reported jointly. And so they give you an appendix to talk about that. All right. So this is where it gets fun. Cumulative total out-of-pocket healthcare expenses. At the end of the day, that's all you care about. What is a cumulative amount of out-of-pocket healthcare expenses? <laughs> with real-world numbers with a large study group. Distribution of total out-of-pocket expenses. Figure one shows a distribution of cumulative out-of-pocket healthcare expenses by the age of death. There are a number of important observations that can be made from figure one. First, for the majority of people, out-of-pocket healthcare expenses are moderate. Meet, and we'll get back, we're gonna dive into this here in just a second. Let's read what they're talking about. Median out-of-pocket expenses for those who have the longest lifespans, 95 years or older, was $27,000. So half of those who live to age 95 or longer spend less than $27,000 in out-of-pocket healthcare expenses. Mean, which is the average healthcare expenses for this group, are $66,800. All right, so remember, the average is skewed towards the people who have huge distributions or expenses because of nursing homes. The average is, Frank, we don't care about the average because, it, I mean, so let's say I make $100,000, Jeff Bezos makes a million dollars. Our average income is what? It's $500,000, all right? Now, and this is not a good case for median, but if you, or you could say I make 100,000, Jeff Bezos makes a million, I don't know, what's the guy's name? Trump makes 2 million or whatever. The average income from us there is three, uh, well, you can figure it out. The average income there is 3,100,000. Divide that by three. The average income is 1.033 million. But <laughs> the, the median is 1 million. Because so I make 100,000, Bezos makes a million, Trump makes 2 million. All right, so that, I mean, you just, <laughs> it's silly. The same thing here. The large numbers can skew the averages directly incredibly we want the median and so the median says 50 percent of the people had twenty-seven thousand three hundred eighty-two less than that and 50 percent of people had more don't care about the average secondly although the out-of-pocket healthcare expenses are moderate for majority of people they can be extremely high for some we, we did talk about that already third longevity is strongly positively correlated with out-of-pocket expenses and that makes sense the longer you live the more likely you are to get brain uh, issues, Alzheimer's, dementia, things of that nature. Um, and because of that, you're more likely to need nursing home care and more costly uh, skilled nursing care. The longer a person lives, the higher their out-of-pocket healthcare expenses are. But what might not be so obvious is the extent of the difference longevity makes in terms of these expenses. Figure one gives us an idea about how much difference a long life can make in terms of out-of-pocket health expenses. 
For example, the median out-of-pocket expense for those who die between the ages of 80 and 84 is 11,600 compared to 27,000 for those who die at 95. And that, that just makes sense. So let's look at this real quick. So these are the age groups. All right, so here's the median. I don't care about the mean. The mean's the average. So we got the median, 50% above, 50% below. Here's a 90th percentile, 90% below, 10% above. Here's a 95th percentile, 95% below, 5% above. All right, so if you are, let's say, 85 to 89, the median cost for you for out-of-pocket expenses of those 8,000 people they surveyed was 17,541. I mean, it's 50% pay more, 50% pay less. If you're 80 to 89, 85 to 89, the, the 90th percentile, so 90% of the people paid less than $94,000 and 10% of the people paid more. Uh, 95% of people paid less than $158,000 and 5% of the people paid more. That's what you're looking at there. So again, you had to survive till 85 to 89. And then if you did only 5% of those survivors paid more than $158,000. All right. So let's keep going down here. Distribution of total out, uh, without nursing home. Now here's, it gets even better because if you don't go to nursing home, it's going to be even less. All right, so according to Genworth 2016 Cost of Care Survey, the national annual cost of a semi-private semi nursing home room is $82,000. For private room, the cost goes up to $92,000. I, I know someone's going through that right now. I absolutely attest that. So nursing home expenses can have a disproportionate proportionate effect on the overall out-of-pocket out health care expenses. To figure out the extent of nursing home expenses after the distribution of total out-of-pocket healthcare expenses, figure two shows a distribution of cumulative out-of-pocket healthcare expenses without the nursing home. So let's drive right into this right here. So this is without nursing home. we we'll go back to our group here. Again, I don't care about the mean. We got 85 to 89 without nursing home. 50% of the people spent more than 13,000. 15% of the people spent less, 50. Uh, the, 90% of the people without nursing homes spent less than 66,000, 10% of the people spent more. 5% of the people spent more than 101,000, 95% of the people spent less. Now, this is important. Chances of entering a nursing home and incurring out of pocket incurring out of pocket nursing home expenses. Besides nursing home entries can have a potentially catastrophic effect on anyone's finances, it's important to calculate the odds of that happening. Exactly. The first step is to figure out how many people enter a nursing home. Figure three shows the percentage of the sample reporting at least one overnight nursing home stay after the age of 70. Lock that in the back of your mind. One. One. As shown, nearly 46% report an overnight nursing home stay. It is important that figure three oops, does not distinguish between, ah, oh man, Figure three does not distinguish between people who enter nursing home multiple times or have a different stay duration. So here we're saying it just if you have a nursing home stay, you're after 70. Uh, let's see. Let me get that. 54% of the people have no nursing home stay after the age of 70. Only 46% of people had a nursing home stay of any kind, of any kind. It could be a day, could be a couple days, could be a day here, a day there. That's it. So over half the people had no nursing home stays, all right? Now, percentage of retirees of overnight nursing home stays after age 70 until dates of the death. And here again, if you were older, 85 to 89, only 47% of the people had any nursing home stays. 
Only 36% of the people had nursing home stays at 80 to 84. Now, as you get older, you get more, the majority have nursing home stays. And that makes sense. So as you, again, this right here, if you um, live to 90 and above, you're more likely to have significant expenses. That's, there's just no getting around that. If you don't live to your 90, you're not likely to have that much expense. There's just no other way around that. But even if you are 90 or above, the likelihood of you having a catastrophic expenses is quite minimal. All right. So chances of entering a nursing home are significantly higher for women. And that's that not shocking. If you go to a nursing home, that's what you'll see. As expected, uh, right, well, right here, 51% of women have one stay, had to stay in a nursing home after the age of 70. So half the women over the age of 70 were in a nursing home for at least a day, whereas a little bit more than a third of the men had the same. All right, chances, change in chance of nursing home entry between men and women as they age. Uh, figure six, which is, this is five, I think, right here, yeah. So figure six shows the chances of entering a nursing home change for men and women separately as they age. Clearly, for both genders, the chance of entering a nursing home increases with age. Wow. For example, 15% of men who die between the ages of 70 and 74 enter a nursing home compared to 51% of men who die after the age of 95. I, I don't even need, I don't think you need to under, you understand that. So I'm not going to read that anymore. The older you get, more likely you're going to nursing home. Ch but this is the important one. Chances for paying out-of-pocket nursing home expenses after age of 70. That's really what matters. The likelihood, A, of you going to a nursing home and B, the likelihood of you have to pay out-of-pocket expenses for it. A nursing home doesn't necessarily mean a large out-of-pocket expense. Exactly. There are several factors to consider. Remember, skilled nursing home care, skilled nursing care is covered for, what is it, 20 days under Medicare. Is it 20 days? I can't, uh, 60 days? I was talking about I can't remember, but they cover it for a certain amount of time, but for sure. Whether the person meets uh, the Medicaid eligibility, uh, so they talk about Medicare, uh, Medicaid, or if he has long-term care insurance, it covers his visits. Visits. So the next step is finding out the extent of risk nursing home is to, uh, expenses is to figure out what percentage of nursing home entrants incur out-of-pocket expenses. So remember, let's go back here. We know that 51% uh, of women after 70 enter a nursing home at some point. 38% of men do. For It could be for a day. So what percentage of those people actually have expenditures? So let's see. Uh, figure seven shows that only 23% of the sample, that's 8,300 people, reported an out-of-pocket nursing home expense after the age of 70. So nearly half of those who entered a nursing home incurred an out-of-pocket expense for the same. This study does not look into the coverage details of the nursing home entrants who did not incur out-of-pocket expenses. But as discussed, the coverage is attributed to Medicare, Medicaid, and private long-term insurance. All right, so again, of the people who entered a nursing home, that's, I want to be clear there, 50% of women, 38% of men. Of those people, uh, nearly half of those who entered a nursing home incurred an out-of-pocket expense. So 25% of the women entered a nursing home who are after the age of 70 entered a nursing home and was at 19% of men entered a nursing home and had expenses. 25% of the women, 19% uh, of the men. Who were those people? Oh, it's gonna go down. Oh, ah, man. All right, there we go. Look at that. Here's our cohort, eighty-five to eighty-nine again. Forty-two. Uh, let's just the. Uh, okay, this. No, I don't want that. All right, come on. There we go. I want down. Come on. All right here. 
Is that what I want? All right, so percent of retirees, okay, where, okay, right here. Uh, okay, good, good, good. Percent of retirees with non-zero out-of-pocket nursing home expenses after 70 until death by age of death. So 20, right here, our cohort, 22.5% of all those between 85 and 89, again, how many people was that? Well, 51% of women had nursing home, 38% of men. Of that, 22.5%, so basically 22.5% of 50% of women had a nursing home expense, all right, 85 to 89. 17% of women had a nursing home expense, 80 to 84. Uh, 17% of 50%, I should say, and then you can see right there. So again, it really skews up in here. Um, the younger you are, the less likely, A, you're going to go to nursing home, the less likely it's going to cost you any money. Chance of paying out, okay, here's interesting. Here's where we divide it between men and women. Figure nine shows the percentage of men and women who incur out-of-pocket out of nursing home expenses after the age of 70. Well, just one in five incur out of, of men incur out-of-pocket nursing home expenses. Nearly one in four of women do after the age of 70. Yeah, there you go. So as shown in figure five, women are much more likely than men to enter a nursing home, 51 to 38%. But the differences in the share of women who incur and men and women who incur out-of-pocket expenses are not that large. Figure 10 shows how the chance of paying uh, out-of-pocket nursing home expenses changes with, with age for men and women. Generally, for both men and women, the chances go up with age. You know, that makes sense. So let's take a look at figure nine. And again, man, it's really moving slowly. Um, right here. Percentage of retirees with some expenditures of out-of-pocket nursing home expenses, one quarter of women and one-fifth of men have a percentage of, so 20% of men, 25% of women actually pay for some some kind of nursing home costs out-of-pocket, all right? All right, so that's not a huge issue there. Uh, percentage of retirees with some expense, Again, it's skewed towards those higher. So 85 to 89, the men is 20%, the women is 24%. And as you can see, over 95, one-third of all women have an out-of-pocket expense for nursing homes and 30% of all men. That is actually a lot less than I would have thought. I would have thought only one-third of all women have a nursing home expenditures after the age of 95. That's uh, that, that, that seems a lot less to me. I would have thought it'd been a lot more than that. But remember, Medicaid is picking up the tab for a lot of these people. And Medicare is too, because I forgot off the top of my head, but there is skilled nursing care in Medicare as well. So just because it's not out of pocket doesn't mean they weren't in there for a couple months. Just But just keep that in mind. All right, figure 11. Distrib yeah, this is what I want to talk about. Distribution of the cumulative total out-of-pocket nursing home expenses in 2015 dollars, not conditional on nursing home entry. All right, so distribution on cumulative total out-of-pocket nursing home expenses. All right, so again, don't care about the. Uh, I guess we're, they don't have the. Uh, I guess they don't have the median here. They have the average. They have the 90th percentile and they have the 95th percentile. So the average, 85 to 89, is 10,000 dollars. That is the average someone 85 to 89 is going to spend, has spent in real money, $2,015 on out-of-pocket expenses in a nursing home. If you're 85 to 89, you average 10,000. Uh, 90% of the people, 85 to 89, in a nursing home spent less than $23,000. 95% of those same people, if you're uh, spent less than 65,000 bucks. 
even if you're 95 years old, 95% of the people spent less than $175,000 in nursing home care for out-of-pocket expenses. Uh, let's see. So far, the chances of entering a nursing home, the chances of incurring an out-of-pocket expense during a nursing home stay have been analyzed. But the most important concern for retirees main, remains the extent of these expenses. Exactly. Figure 11. Wasn't that figure 11? Yeah. It shows the distribution of those expenses. First, the majority of retirees do not incur any nursing home expenses, out-of-pocket expenses. Uh, secondly, longevity has a definitive effect on these expenses. The longer people live, the higher the nursing home expenses are going to be. Who knew? Finally, for some, nursing home expenses can be substantial, especially for those who live long enough. And we talked about that. If you're 95 years old and you're in the 90 or 95th percentile, you're going to spend some money on out-of-pocket nursing home care. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Figure 12 shows the conditional on entering a nursing home distribution of cumulative out-of-pocket nursing home expenses. The, the major findings pointed out in figure 11 are all present in figure 12 as well. Of course, the median out-of-pocket nursing home expenses are not zero anymore because a sample includes only those with nursing home stays. But it still should be pointed out the median out-of-pocket nursing home expenses are moderate at all ages. For example, those who die between 70 and 74, the conditional median expense is, is 3200 and increases to 2100 for those who die after 95. So let's look at this. All right, so a distribution of cumulative total out-of-pocket nursing home expenses conditional on nursing home entry. So these are the people who actually had to enter a nursing home. And here we got the median, 80 to 85, 85 to 89. If you entered a nursing home, half of you spent more than 12000 half of you spent less than 12000 out-of-pocket expenses. 90% uh, of you spent less than 112000 10% spent more. 90% of 95% of you spent less than 175 and 5% of you spent more conditional entering a nursing home. So again, 51% of women did 38% of men. And I just, again, it just shows you the, the majority, the vast majority of people don't spend hardly anything in nursing homes. They don't. Now some do, that's the risk. Figure 13, let's see figure 13 shows how cumulative out-of-pocket nursing home expenses differ between men and women. And I would imagine it's going to be significant more for women. And let's see, here we go, 85 to 89. Yeah, so men only, the median half or the average for men is 5,000 bucks. The average for women is 15,000. So 300% more for women and the same thing across the board. So women spend 300% more than men do on nursing home care. That's that's just all there is to it. You can, as you get older, that decline starts to, it declines gradually, uh, significantly actually to some degree, but basically up until 89, 90 years old, yeah, up until 90 years old, women spend three times as much if they go to a nursing home and have out-of-pocket expenses than men, which tells you if longevity is in your lifestyle, life, family, and you're a woman, long-term care insurance or something you should be provided for uh, being looking at just in case this is you, what's called a fat tail risk. Uh, distribution. Okay, so let's keep on going now. Oh, this is a conditional. That was just everybody. Conditional entering a nursing home. So if you do enter a nursing home, Probably, yeah, it'd be significantly higher. So these are people who actually enter the nursing home. Uh, 85 to 89 is our cohort again. And 90th percentile for men for people who actually enter a nursing home who are between the ages of 85 and 89. 10% uh, uh, of the people spend more than 58,000 for men. 10% of the people for women spend more than 136. 
5% of the people spend more than 95 for men and 5% of the people for women spend more than 212 if they're between the ages of 85 and 89. All right, average annual out-of-pocket medical expenses. The aim of the study is to capture all the out-of-pocket medical expenses survey participants incur after the age of 70. But because of the nature of the underlying survey, this cannot be done for some respondents. When individuals are first interviewed, some of them were already more than 70 years old. That meant for some of these out-of-pocket expenses between the years 70 and when they were actually interviewed were already included in the sample. And that's likely, or not included in the sample, or likely be underreported. Now, they still got 8,300 people of a sample size, so that's going to be relatively minor. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, as a result, uh, for okay, we talked about, uh, to show the significance of the, okay, so they're basically saying, you can look at that. I'm not going to dive into that. They're just, uh, showing you at the end of the day that there are some people that would maybe add a little bit to this if, uh, if they were actually interviewed at 70 years old or not. All right. So let's see what else we got. That's pretty much it that I wanted to talk about. What does this show us here? This one was, uh, distribution of annual out of pocket. Uh, yeah, we showed all that. Um. It shows a male, female, 70, 80, uh, 70 years old. And so, well, let's just look at it. So 85, 89, distribution of male to female. If you're a 95 percentile, you spent 13,000 bucks as a male. All right. So that means <coughs> you spent 5% of you as male, 85 to 89, spent more than $13,000 in cumulative health out-of-cost expenses. 20,000 for women and cumulative out-of-pocket expenses. So 5% of women, 85 to 89, spent cumulatively over 20,000 bucks. That is just not that significant. Now, if you go down here to 95 years old, right here, 5% uh, of all women over 95 years old spent more than 33,000 bucks. And 5% of all men over 95 spent 20. I just tell you, stop worrying, stop worrying. Um, let's, I just want to go down to the, uh, let's see if they have a incident. Okay. Medic, we're not getting to Medicaid, but, uh, 33, oh, a third of the women covered were covered by Medicaid and 10% of men. Oh, wait, is that not, that's not men and women. Oh, cause we already talked about it. One in three, that's right, right there. Lifetime one in three. So the baseline in 1993, when they started the study, only 10% of the people were covered by Medicaid. And then during over the lifetime, one in three were covered by Medicaid, which is, one of the reasons why the, the numbers are a lot less in terms of out-of-pocket expenses than you would probably think. Uh, okay. Uh, conclusion. Healthcare expenses are a major risk facing retirees. I think we understand that. Everybody understands that. Uh, the study shows that nursing home expenses are a major force driving catastrophic expenses, although the majority of retirees didn't have any out-of-pocket nursing home expenses. But for those who do, the expenses can be very high. We're just going to stop it there. Lots of references and stuff. And uh, uh, I, I just, the high risk of out-of-pocket healthcare expenses faced by a few retirees could prompt many retirees to reserve their assets as long as possible so they can self-insure in case they face those catastrophic expenses. This raises a question about whether if such risks could be insured more efficiently, retirees would be able to spend their retirement assets more freely and whether this might improve their personal welfare and have positive macroeconomic effects as well. All right, the answer is yes. Yes, the likelihood of you needing long-term nursing care uh, that's gonna bankrupt you is just incredibly small. It really is. It's so small that you should not put off enjoying your tired life while you're stashing away money to deal with what could happen. Or secondly, 
you could buy a long-term care insurance policy for sure, but that's three, 400 bucks a month for the rest of your life. Um, there are other new insurance programs out there too, which I won't get into here, but if you really are worried about that, remember the 95th percentile, 5% of women who survive till 95 spend more than $200,000 of out-of-pocket expenses. You could easily buy a long-term care insurance writer on a life insurance contract on a, uh, on a long-term care insurance policy, on a, I think even a variable annuity now to cover that risk if that is a concern of you. The biggest concern, frankly, is long-lived women. That's it. If you're most other people don't have to worry about this. They just don't. So anyway, I'll put the link in the show notes. I, this stuff is great. EBRI, they've done a, just a masterful job with the HRS Health Retirement Survey with real-world numbers on retirees and health expenses out of pocket. Again, this does not include Part B premiums, does not include Medigap, and Part D premiums does not include Part B with your Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage, and or Part D if you have that as well. It does include that. <coughs> Just your out-of-pocket expenses. So most is going to be health. Uh, the, the, the nursing home is really the big one right there. If you can avoid a nursing home, you're going to be in good shape. So hope you find this helpful. I know it's kind of long, but uh, it's so, so doggone important. So if you like what you see here, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Click the bell up top to be notified for future content. And then thumbs up, always helpful. Go to the blog at heritagewealthplanning.com, heritagewealthplanning.com, and then put comments down below. I'd love to hear your perspective. See you next time. Thanks, guys.